This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy Friday, everybody. Heading the final hour of Sports Talk here. Getting ready for Saints versus Chargers preseason action. Still set to kick off 6 p.m. Central on Sunday. Happy to welcome into the program Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak, who's out in Costa Mesa, California, on Hurricane Watch. How you doing, Jeff? We'll worry about the hurricane when that when that time comes. But yeah, it, it is it is very strange to, to be talking about a hurricane. Uh, in, in Southern California. <laughs> you, know, you know, you were out at practice today. I think Mike Hall has said that you were watching the defensive side of the ball today. Yeah, so they switched fields, right? So I was actually on the same field I was yesterday, <laughs> but it was the defense versus the Chargers offense. And, you know, the big news, obviously, was that Marshawn left early. Right. He had a ice wrap on his leg. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's anything major. I think they were just being extra cautious with him. But we're not going to really know one way or the other with Marshawn. Probably, I imagine he's not going to play on Sunday, and then you know we'll find out next week at practice if he's back. Uh, but it's going to be something to watch because, as we've seen, uh, they've been very cautious with injuries with Rashid Shaheed, Demario Davis, Andres Pete. So who knows <laughs> uh, how long he? It's going to be something to watch. Now, uh, you know, Jeff, uh, you want to be consistent day in and day out, and it's not always the same. Uh, because I know Dennis Allen, they take a lot of pride in this, and they want to because uh, they're going to be tested uh, week one. Um, you know, Derrick Henry and the Titans mm-hmm. stopping the run. Uh, my understanding, uh, we had a great day defending the run yesterday, but it was kind of a mixed bag. Even Dennis Allen said, ah, we got, I want to please how we maybe played against the run today. Yeah, they, they you know, Austin Eckler is a very good running back. Uh, you're going to get beat by him occasionally there was just too many gaps i think uh and you know i find it difficult to really gauge run defense because you don't necessarily know what they're trying to do when you're you're not tackling to the ground and you're not (laughs) tackling exactly so you see someone's like i think they're in position to make a tackle is that a good play or a bad play so you had a little bit of that where you know maybe there's line and it's stuffed or maybe he makes someone missing a hole and it's five to ten yards and you just really can't tell um, I, I think that 
there was a heavy run emphasis today by the Chargers. Everything was underneath. I thought without Marshawn, the secondary held up. And on the back end, there was nothing over the top. There were no big plays allowed. Paulson Adebo had a particularly good day. Uh, so I think you, you take the you take the wins with the losses, right? I would have expected Marshawn goes down early in practice that you're going to get torched uh, by Keenan Allen and, and company, but that didn't happen. So I, I think there was there was some good to be taken out of that, even if they did struggle a little bit against the run. Now, uh, Jeff, how about, uh, you know, you look at like chunk plays or, uh, you know, getting exploited, uh, you know, uh, giving up chunks of yardage. But uh, when you look at like the pass rush uh, versus uh, the coverage and how they complement one another, that being the Saints defense against the Chargers offense, uh, what was your take? Because yesterday I was reading, we were talking about this, uh, that you take what the defense gives you, uh, that Keenan Allen probably had like 11 catches on 14 targets. But where were we at as far as uh, maybe bend but don't break? Obviously, it doesn't matter if they might have, um, you know, success underneath. But if you start on the red zone and you force the field goals, or you get a takeaway instead of giving up a touchdown. But what's your overall assessment on that as far as, like, in uh, and, and pass coverage and, and the quick game as far as our chunk plays and all that? Yeah, and I, and I, I was listening to, to Ryan in the, in the last hour, and I thought he made a couple of good points in that. You know, I think there was good on both sides of the ball here. I think both teams showed well in these practices, and it, and it can be tough to gauge who won a practice, right? Um, but right. I did think that, you know, from what the Chargers were trying to do, I think they were successful with everything. They were getting the ball to Keenan in space and seeing what happened. But the Saints, I thought they they were in position. They held their their serve well. You weren't really doing any scouting, right? You were just running right. your base defense against their base offense and seeing what happened. And I th- I think both sides did well in that regard. Um, you know, Keenan he was matching up with Paulson Adebo. He matched up with Isaac Yadam a few times. You know, he got some right. He's a very good wide receiver. He's yeah. going to beat those guys occasionally. But there were no points where I felt like, okay, this guy just got burned. Right. Like you can you can scheme somebody open. And I think that's what they did a few right. times. Uh, but I thought, you know, from from Anthony Johnson to Isaac Yadam to Ugo Amadi, who had an interception today in seven on sevens. Uh, Marcus May was all, all over the place. He nearly had a highlight interception on the sideline where he kind of threw it back to Anthony Johnson, but he wasn't able to to secure it. Um, he had a, Marcus May had an interception at the end of a team drill. It was a Hail Mary. Both sets of Hail Mary or both sets of team down with about 50 seconds left and two timeouts neither got past the 25 yard line so I mean I think that the Saints got done what they wanted to get done in these practices from a pass defense perspective now uh you know Jeff I don't know if you've talked to your colleagues or anything that um it was kind of like a Chris Olave you you know we always want to talk about uh Michael Thomas it sounds like just uh just hearing them speak that Jawan Johnson He's always taking that next step. Chris Olave was better yesterday than today. And uh, and I was talking with Steve about this. Listen, Michael Thomas don't have to be the Michael Thomas when he was the NFL Offensive uh, Player of the Year. I'm worried about Michael Thomas maybe moving the sticks. And I think right now I still think he can do this at a very high level. And that would be uh, successful on slants, crossing routes, over routes. Uh, you know, however you want to describe it, because he can use his size and physicality and maybe overwhelm defensive backs. So I look at, 
you know, you might have a DB that's 5'10", 185 pounds. Well, hell yeah, Michael Thomas can outmuscle him, whether right. it's a back shoulder. So, so what is your your take on that as far as uh, – uh, do you think I'm crazy when I say uh, – you know, you might think it's Chris Olave or Michael Thomas. Or Jawan Johnson uh, might be the number one guy as far as receptions with all said and done. Uh, but, but with uh, Derek Carr, now uh, maybe that might not happen. But right now, the comfort level between Juwan Johnson and Derek Carr uh, that continuously grows uh, day after day. Well, the first thing I'll say is, Bobby, I can still think you're crazy and agree with you at the same time. <laughs> but we, we, we can go through that. But no, yeah, Mike Thomas. I know Jeff Duncan wrote a column today. There's a lot of talk about that, you know. And but I, you know, the crux of that column, I think, boiled down to version of Michael Thomas exists anymore and that's that's okay you know like there's right. a reason that 149 catches in a season is an NFL record that has not been touched uh, and it's because that is so rare and that's it, not only does is that difficult to do by the best receivers in the NFL it requires an offense that really doesn't have a lot of other targets in it that doesn't have balls getting spread right. around to the tight end position to another wide receiver throwing to the running back right like that offense was so heavily dominated by Mike Thomas in the receiving game. And it just doesn't have to be that way anymore. So even if he could put up 149 catches in a season, you don't want him to. You Like if, if that happens in your offense, something went horribly wrong, because I agree with you. I think Jawan Johnson is primed for a huge year, you know, and, and it's hard to gauge, okay, what exactly that is for him. His career high is 42 catches for about, I don't know, 600 yards. I have to go back and look. You know, I think that he could, he could, end up getting 70 catches, 1,000 yards in this offense. And Chris Olave, I think, is going to be your leading yardage guy. I don't know how many catches he's going to get, but I think he's going to have a very high average per catch. Um, and so, yeah, I think what you need to see from Michael Thomas is can he win in the middle of the field? Can he win on those routes where he can outmuscle a guy and just create separation? Can he box a guy out? The question I have for him is can he – you know, the, the, the exact play he had against the Chiefs where he just goes 12 to 15 yards downfield – cuts in on a dig and just needs to be able to create that space in the middle of the field so you can get a chunk play when you need it. And be, by being able to do that, you open things up underneath. Right. And it's that part of it that I'm still not sure of. You, you did see it that in the Chiefs game. So that is that is a positive sign. And I think that he is getting better and better as we go. But, yeah, the, the reliance on Mike Thomas is so much less than it was a few years back that I am perfectly okay with what I've seen from Mike Thomas this offseason. And I think Juwan Johnson – has looked better than I expected. And I, and we've seen him every year. Jimmy Graham talked about it today. You know, he is just very confident right now, and you can see it every time you watch him out there. You know, uh, Jeff, how the game has changed. And uh, I used to u- utilize the running back with Dalton Hilliard. I remember hitting, we called it rabbit, but it's like option routes uh, going mm-hmm. against the leverage and coverage, whether it's zone or man-to-man. But this caught my attention, and that's why i got to give Justin Herbert a lot of credit because that's who we're going against, the Chargers right now. All of a sudden, like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, they played only 43 snaps together in the first uh, 10 weeks of last season. Uh, you almost would think this is a misprint. Austin Eckler had 107 catches. Now, 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 now think about it. What, can you yeah. imagine? Listen, Alvin Kamara is kicking butt if he has – I don't know, 84. So let's just say 80 to 85. So let's just say in that range. That's the sweet spot for sure. Yeah. So I think uh, no, no, yeah. then you utilize an Alvin Kamara in the right perspective. 
But I thought like Austin Eckler, 107 catches. That's crazy. That, that's yeah. crazy. So that's why how the game has changed and how, you know, you can have a top receiver, you can have a top tight end, you can have a top running back. Who knows how the games unfold and who's available, who's going to get the touches or, or, or the targets or, you know, the, and actually you uh, have a reception, not just a target. So when I read that, I was like, whoa, oh boy, uh, that, that's uh, way more than you'd expect. And that's not necessarily in the Chargers' best interest because Austin Eckler had that much, but at least he stepped up. Uh, but listen, you got to have, I think, this day and age, how the game is structured, uh, Jeff, that whether it's a wide receiver, tight end, running back, they all got to contribute. <laughs> you can't be because the game plan week in and week out and now it's a chess match and how they want to stop you. You need to be where, okay, uh, we have a top-notch receiver, top-notch tight end now in Jawan Johnson. I'm not even talking about Jimmy Graham. That, 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 he's an afterthought. He's like uh, the old man right now trying to contribute. <laughs> or like uh, Alvin Kamara. You know what? Where the defense cannot win. They can't double-team everybody. So if you're in a position – who got the single coverage, and you're a quarterback, and I know he's going to win. And you read the coverage, who can exploit that single coverage, and it might be a game where all of a sudden Alvin Kamara had the most uh, uh, targets and catches, or Jawan Johnson, or Chris Olave. That's what frustrates a defensive coordinator, opposing the defensive coordinator, and makes them burn the midnight oil. He goes, I don't know how we're going to stop the Saints. And they click in, in all phases. Well, if you get to that point, who that? Watch out for the Saints. Right. Make them defend the entire field, right? Like, right. That's the thing is you have weapons at all of these positions. Earlier this offseason, I asked him if he expected to be re-emphasized in the downfield passing game, not just dump-offs and screens. Get him out on a wheel route. Uh, you know, get him, get him up the field and make them just stress the defense in ways that they don't want to be yep. stressed. And I think that is where this offense really kind of fell flat the last few seasons where you know Alvin had something like 50 catches but even those catches you don't remember them right like, they were not they were not big plays they it's like were a big wheel route runs. like a wing route like right. he burned Joey Bosa today uh, exactly and that's <laughs> I think if you can get that back to that part of your offense and you have a guy like Jamal Williams who can take some of that load kind of like Mark Ingram did earlier in Alvin's career I think this offense can be very very good Talking to Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak when we get back to the break. We'll dip into the sound bank and hear from tight end Jimmy Graham right here on WWL Saints Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Finally, get into our sound uh, training camp sound bank that's brought to you by the Sound Banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Tight end Jimmy Graham spoke today after today's joint workout with the Chargers, and here's what the big tight end had to say. Have you taken any particular interest in, in become uh, an advice giver for Jawan Johnson? I know it's not the exact same background as you, but a guy who started out yeah. doing something else before converting. Yeah, you know it's it's. Uh, um, you know, it's it's so interesting to see uh, how talented he really is. Once you once you get in the building and see the short air quickness that he uh, that he has, and really, you know, his 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 knowledge of the game already. Um, you know, he's uh, I think I think we just seen the tip of the iceberg. You know, for, uh, he can do anything he wants to put it, and um, it, it, I think it's gonna be exciting to see where he goes. But you know, for me, I mean, I had amazing people who helped me. You know, I had Marcus Colson. You know, uh, Jonathan Vilma teaching me about defense and obviously Drew Brees. And um, I mean, the list goes on and on about how many guys gave me a helping hand. You know, so I'm just paying it forward. Uh, the things that were done for me, you know, um, you know, the guys that I, I played behind when I was young, you know, Jeremy Shockey's and the David Thomases. Um, you know, it's 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 a new role for me. But, you know, I mean, I'm excited for it. And, and uh, you know, it's fun each and every day. You probably got tired of people being like, oh, well, you can catch, but Kenny Block, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jawan in this first game. Game, he's picking up a defensive end on that touchdown. I mean, is that is that is that really tough for people who hadn't done that much? In their, oh, uh, in their yeah, career? yeah. I mean, at first, I mean, since I left the building, uh, I had to learn how to block. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, um, I was on big play action, run first teams, so that was not an option. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, he's. I mean, you know, he's all into being. Uh, being the best signing he can be, you know, and, and, you know, you know, for him, truly the sky's the limit. And, um, uh, you know, he's got so many, he's got every physical attribute and mental attribute you can need to be, to be all pro player. So, you know, it's a, it's going to be exciting to see his growth and, you know, to see where he takes it. Jimmy, in, in terms of the path they took to, to get here, do you think that this is one of the most unique tight ends, tight end rooms you've ever been around? Yeah. Like Juwan converting yeah. and then your background yeah. and Taysom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I our room is, is um, you know, I mean, I think it's a uh, matchup nightmare. You know, I mean, I think I think we got a lot of problems in our room uh, as far as for defenses on the field. And, and, you know, I think we are one of the most diverse uh, tighter rooms in the league. You know, we, I mean, we've we've got a guy who's going to have the ball in his hands, you know, running power and throwing down the field. And then, uh, you know, you got Jawan who, who just got this shorter quickness, myself being old. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Big Foff, you know, he's... Uh, an incredible all-around guy, you know, and, and brings the juice, brings the energy. So, I mean, I think, um, you know, I mean, I think, you know, we're going to continue to press to, you know, try to lead and, and uh, you know, be the energy of the group. And, you know, any moment that we're having a lull, you know, we're going to look to bring us up and, you know, look to make a play. What is your assessment of where you're at compared to where you thought you'd be after after a few weeks of it? Yeah, I mean, um, I love it. You know, I mean, it's been fun. Uh, you know, it's been fun working with uh, two and four. Um, but really, you know, just uh, creating that brotherhood within my room. Uh, you know, that's been one of the kind of the biggest enjoyments that I've had is, you know, I mean, all of our 
our moments, all of our means. Um, you know, I, mean, I think we got one of the best tight end coaches in the NFL. Um, so for me, it's, I mean, I've enjoyed every moment of it, you know, every moment being back in this jersey um, and, and, you know, getting to work. I'm sure there's some things that don't feel like, you know, 2011, mm-hmm. but I mean, do you feel the same as you did at 32? Yeah, no, no, I mean, I, I mean, I feel better than I, I have in a long time, uh, you know, mainly from the biking stuff. Um, you know, like my knees don't hurt anymore, which is fantastic. <laughs> you know, so now, you know, just the ability to, um, you know, see where I fit in and, and you know, earn everything that I get. Um, and, and, you know, that's what I'm doing now. You know, I'm ready for it and ready for every opportunity that I get. You had mentioned the, the knee injury, I think, last time we talked to you. Did, were you referring to the one from 2016? Seattle, yeah. Yeah, it just, just lingered? Yeah, I mean, you know, that was a, that, that, back in the day, usually, you know, those are, you're out for like two years. You know, Victor Cruz was about two. He called me right after it happened and told me how, how difficult it was. But, uh, you know, I ended up playing nine months later with it still, with it still like incompletely healed. So, you know, obviously that puts you back. And then basically every year I was just kind of like getting to the seasons, you know. So now, you know, I mean, I feel amazing. Best I felt, uh, best I felt in the last eight, nine years. And, and uh, you know, so, so I'm ready, excited for it. I'm not sure if you had any interactions with Derek over the course of your career, but not even had a chance to really work closely with him yeah. these last couple of weeks. What's, what's been like kind of your, your main takeaway him as a player, yeah. teammate, whatever? Yeah. Uh, well, one, you know, it's um, I called Devon, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, you know, before uh, before all this went down, obviously, and talked with him about him. And, and you know, he's been uh, he's been everything and more that he talked about, you know, a true leader. And, you know, this this offense, I mean, I've been on many offenses over the last, you know, 13 years. And, um, you know, this this offense is not is not tiny. You know, there's there's a lot of verbiage. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you have to know. And, and you know, he he uh, uh, you know, he runs it like a well machine, you know, just to just to see that part of it and to see him have his own wrinkles put in that are that are really producing for us out here on the field already um, has been awesome to see. But really, man, he's just he's just such a genuine guy. Uh, such a true leader, uh, and he competes on everything. You know, I remember, um, uh, you know, he was talking about our defense, looking at our script sometimes, and and you know how he's used to completing, you know, 95% of the balls. You know, and and you know we compete every day in practice, and uh, you know just to know that, you know, he 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 has the same mentality that Drew had. He wants it to be perfect. He wants no balls on the ground, and he wants you know guys to be held accountable. And not only that, he holds himself to a higher standard. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a great couple of weeks for him. It really has. That was Jimmy Graham, the Training Camp Sound Bank, brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Uh, Jeff, I saw a video out at training camp uh, that uh, Drew Brees was obviously at a practice there. I know he's, uh, you know, Chargers and a Saints alumni, but seeing him standing next to Jimmy Graham, it was definitely David and Goliath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, flashbacks, <laughs> huh? Um, I did. I thought Jimmy's interview today was really fascinating, and and the. You know, he talked about how when he left, he learned how to block, which is right. kind of what we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the patellar tendon injury thing that he went through, and that's what the injury was in 2016. It's a good point. You know, you look at it's not a common injury. It's a it's a devastating injury. And the fact that he came back after nine months is actually kind of wild because, as he talked about, Victor Cruz had that injury, the former Giants wide receiver. He was never the same again. He, he never really got back to being an NFL wide receiver. And right. You know, it, I, I think that there is something to be said for that in terms of, you know, he took a year off, he got his knee right, and, you know, maybe you will be able to get something out of Jimmy that he wasn't able to provide in his last couple of years with the Bears because he just never really got right after that injury. Um, but I very honest, open version of Jimmy Graham with the Saints, and 
that's a good thing. You know, he also talked about how, you know, he walks around the facility and it's weird because he's like his pictures all over there because the, I think they thought he was retiring. And so they just put his picture up all over the walls. Uh, Bobby, you know a thing or two about that. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's been funny for him because he's been like sitting underneath pictures of himself as they're in like team meetings and stuff. And it's uh, it's an interesting time for him to be sure. Yeah. And, and you know, the one thing, uh, Jeff, what I've, I've noticed is going to be piecemeal. And what I mean by piecemeal it might be certain games. Uh, but Jimmy Graham had an impact on this particular game that helped us win. The other games is kind of out of sight, out of mind. And what I mean by that is, like, you notice when at times with Derek Carr, now this is us going against ourselves, but how he was utilized even, like, in a crucial aspect of the game, whether it might be right before the half or two-minute offense. You know, you're trying to get points. Or it might be, uh, you know, we like the matchup, like we're trying to get a first down on third down. Or are we in the red zone? Oh, I really like how matchup in this particular game, uh, how they're going to try and stop Jimmy Graham. So it's not going to be like Jimmy Graham kicks ass every game and that, uh, he's, you know, he's like the phoenix rising out of the ashes, uh, coming out of nowhere. No, he doesn't have to do that. It's going to be, can you help us win? He understands the task at hand. And when given the opportunity and the responsibility, and Derek Carr trusts him, and then he'll come through. Because it might be a game, uh, now fantasy people might hate this, because it might be, uh, boy, he really contributed at a high level that one game, and then he was a no-show in the other game. It's all about matchups. And when you're game planning, where, uh, where Jimmy Graham's at in his career. Does that make sense to you, Jeff, how, how you might, they might utilize him? Because I think... It's not like, oh, uh, Jimmy Graham, he can't be stopped. He's invincible. No, you have to know uh, time and place and where he's at in his career, and Jimmy's mature enough to know that. And that that's why I think it's just another weapon, just another weapon that defensive coordinators are uh, going to have to, uh, you know, game plan, you know, how he's utilized during the season, and then the next week or the next month. Because you always got to look at Defensive coordinators and uh, and how they establish what they're trying to stop an opponent, you can't just be like, oh, it's like the back end of the season. You know what they look at? A handful of games. I would say for sure a month, so I could go with four or five. And then you might say, uh, now, now offensively, you know what they try and do? Uh, boy, we're running this play in December. We hadn't run this since in the back. Last time we ran that was in September. Early in the season. No, that's the cat and mouse game that goes uh, behind the scenes between offensive and defensive coordinators and how you're trying to lose, utilize the talent, and take advantage of mismatches. So I think uh, Jimmy Grant will will help us win. But to say that, oh, we're just going to just force feed him the ball every week and, 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 you know, they can't stop him. No, the, the, them days are over. Um, when the, the, those numbers he put up with Drew Brees when he led the NFL in touchdown passes, that was truly magical. Plus, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that tight end room. Yes, yes. I mean, no, Jawan Johnson's the new version that's going to get fed, and Jimmy Graham even realizes that. And Carr's got a relationship with Foster Morrow. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, no that's a good thing. Really quick, you know, what I look at is, okay, if I'm comparing Jimmy Graham with the Saints this season to anyone, it would be Rob Gronkowski with the Bucks in 2020. Good point. You know, that was a big addition for them. It was big for the offense, but it wasn't 
huge for the for the numbers, right? He had right, nine games right. with two or fewer catches in that season, but you got to the Super Bowl and then he was <laughs> dominant. He had six catches, 67 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. So Great point. There's points where you can take advantage of him and the Saints have to, you know, pick their spots and and do it when they can. We'll definitely take those stats, especially if Jimmy Graham could be doing that in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who that? Yeah, we'll be yeah. back with more sports talk here after the break, right on WWL. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. NFC South featured on Friday night preseason football. We got the New York Giants ahead of the Carolina Panthers at the half, 21-3. Looking at some of the stats there. Uh, for the Panthers, Bryce Young, 3 of 6 passing, 35 yards with a sack. Matt Corral, 3 of 7 passing, 11 yards. Obviously no scores for the Panthers, uh, touchdowns at least. And we saw them get blanked in the first preseason game. So, hmm, well, Frank Wright's mastermind offense not looking so good right now. No, I- I'm telling you, come September the 18th uh, at Carolina Monday night, we got to give Bryce Young the business. <laughs> Uh, we got to now. You might say, "Well, they're gonna have more of a game plan compared to preseason games." Boy, uh, who did they play last week? He got tattooed. <laughs> he got hit a couple of times, and I'm like, "Man, that's oh, the like Panthers. A- they played the uh, the Jets." Oh, he got a couple of old school hits. I go, I, I, I thought they can't hit the quarterback like that anymore. No, he he got no. Uh, Bryce Young's tough, and then you say he got sacked again uh, today. Right. So, no, it's like um, welcome to the NFL. And the other NFC South preseason game, we got about a minute 14 left till halftime, and the Atlanta Falcons got a field goal and are up 3-0 on the Bengals. Uh, Desmond Ritter, though, I did see early on, had led the team down into the red zone. zone. Uh, Interception. Interception. We like to see that. No, uh, that's going to be significant. Uh, I'm telling you, the Saints have an outstanding uh, red zone defense. Again, this is not an opinion. Uh, this is a great sample size. The last two seasons, the Saints had the number one red zone defense in 21. And last year, uh, we were number six. So anytime you're in the top 10, so uh, th- that could go a long way. I like when you get a takeaway uh, instead of forcing a field goal. Now, obviously, you don't want to give up a touchdown. But uh, even better than giving up like a field goal or points. How about the driveway down there? Not so fast. And then you get a, a fumble snatched or get an interception. Look how that snatched also when we played at San Francisco. A couple of plays. 
You, you remember when Chris Olave didn't finish the catch? I want to say that was about in the 15-yard line, red zone type play. Uh, uh, incomplete. And Bob, but look where it would have been. And then Alvin Kamara was the, the four-yard line uh, fumble. Boom, right. The no, ball not knocked out. I, I, I'm telling you, when you're going against and if you're going to achieve greatness, those kind of plays cannot happen. Now, you got to make those plays against an opponent, but that can't happen against you. So, um, yeah. So, Desmond Ritter, I still think uh, the Falcons, they've bettered their roster, but they're going to go as Desmond Ritter goes. St. Silent reporter Jeff Nowak still hanging on with us. And, Jeff, uh, one of the players uh, we haven't really heard much about uh, since heading out to the L.A. area is Safety Smoke Monday. Has he become smoke and basically disappeared? I thought we had Jeff still hanging on there. Jeff said, man, I'm going to dinner. Jeff disappeared like Smoke Monday. It's it's almost 6 o'clock in uh, California. He might be going to dinner. But, yeah, uh, I I can tell you uh, I'm going to comment for Jeff even though he's not there. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I think. Okay, Smoke Monday, out of sight, out of mind. You got to make plays. Uh, It's a continuous process, practice, the games and all that. You know who we've always taken notes on? There's the two cats. Ugo. Ugo Amade. Agent Zero. Zero. (laughs) He's a fear, fear veteran out of Oregon. And then Isaac uh, Yadam, who's the six-year veteran out of Boston College. Definitely always showing up. Those two guys... We have always taken notes on, and um, you know, be interesting now. You got to continue because uh, 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 Ugo uh, tip ball, but but he caught it. He didn't like drop it. Uh, was that the one Marcus May tipped up? Yes. Yeah. And so Ugo, right place, right time. It seemed like certain players have a nose for the football, and how it just so happens to land in their lap, and they get the picks. So those are two players from day one. And training camp, I'm not disappointed. We've always taken notes on them. That being Ugo Amare and Isaac Yadam. So that's uh, number zero and 27. We'll be closing things out right here on Sports Talk after the break on WWL. Is that a special early happy birthday to the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert? Yeah, August 19th, tomorrow. Uh, uh, how do you celebrate your uh, birthday? I'm going to be at Rouse's at home. Rouse's. At home. Hanging yeah, out with Swilling and Dettelier. Yeah, I'll be hanging out. But, you know, I'm, uh, my birthday, <laughs> being during football season. You're used to it, days, right? You're used to working on this, your birthday. Yes. I, always, I, I might celebrate it like two weeks later whenever I have a day off. And it's never really been my birthday uh, because my oldest daughter was born on August 19th. I'm going to be 63, and she's going to be 41. I have a 41-year-old daughter. I, I mean, I like sometimes I think I'm about 27, 28, the way I think mentally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, but anyway, so, no, it's always been about her. Uh, she's 41. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to make this phone call because we always have a long conversation the great Dane Martin Anderson. That's right. You're uh, how many hours apart? Uh, yeah, uh, his mom figured out uh, we were hanging out in Vive in Provence in southern France at the vineyard, and the mom uh, tells me, "Yeah, we figured out like Martin Anderson is six hours older than I am." You know, he's born around the Copenhagen in Denmark. So yeah, Martin Anderson, and um, you know, you got to have a president in there. And how about uh, uh, Slick Willie, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton's also August 19th. 
Well, go wish the Cajun Cannon happy birthday tomorrow at the Rouse's Market in Homa, 2233 Martin Luther King Boulevard. Take it away, Cajun Cannon. Say goodnight, birthday boy. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go, Saints. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.